Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On September 22, 1862, Abraham Lincoln issues the Preliminary Emancipation Proclamation. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. Victory had come at Antietam, and the president was now ready. After bloody fighting, the Union turned back Robert E. Lee's forces in Maryland. I now consider it safe to say that General McClellan has gained a great victory over the great rebel army in Maryland between Frederick and Hagerstown, Lincoln wrote at 3 o'clock on the afternoon of Monday, September 15, 1862. He is now pursuing the flying foe. The Boston Advertiser wrote, The general feeling over public affairs was more decidedly hopeful than for some time past. On this date, Monday, September 22, 1862, Abraham Lincoln told the cabinet that he was issuing the preliminary Emancipation Proclamation. I think the time has come now, the president said. When the rebel army was at Frederick, he decided that should the Union forces prevail in Maryland, he would go forward. Lincoln went on, I said nothing to anyone, but I made the promise to myself and, here one cabinet member noted that Lincoln hesitated a little, to myself and to my maker. The rebel army is now driven out, and I am going to fulfill that promise. According to Gideon Wells, the Secretary of the Navy, Lincoln remarked that he had made a vow, a covenant, that if God gave us the victory in the approaching battle, he would consider it an indication of divine will, and that it was his duty to move forward in the cause of emancipation. There were important caveats. However remote the chances they would heed them, Lincoln, in the preliminary proclamation, held out the possibility that the seceded states could return to the Union before year's end and keep slavery intact. And the president was working in these same weeks and months to advance voluntary colonization so that the freedmen, as they were called, would be encouraged to leave a post-war United States. On the day after the proclamation was published, Lincoln told the cabinet that colonization would provide an asylum for a race that can never be our equals. Yet Lincoln's contemporaries understood the proclamation meant that the President of the United States was at last marshalling the power of his office to strike specifically against human slavery. To Frederick Douglass, the struggle was only now invested with sanctity. The Morning Star in London wrote, It is indisputably the great fact of the war, the turning point in the history of the American Commonwealth, an act only second in courage and probable results to the Declaration of Independence. The proclamation was published on Tuesday, September 23, 1862. It read, that on the first day of January in the year of our Lord, 1863, all persons held as slaves within any state or designated part of a state, the people whereof shall then be in rebellion against the United States, shall be then, thenceforward, and forever free. And the executive government of the United States, including the military and naval authority thereof, will recognize and maintain the freedom of such persons, and will do no act or acts to repress such persons, or any of them, 
in any efforts they may make for their actual freedom. An approving crowd gathered at the White House. What I did, I did after very full deliberation and under a heavy and solemn sense of responsibility, Lincoln said. I can only trust in God. I have made no mistake. To Vice President Hannibal Hamlin, Lincoln remarked, The North responds to the proclamation sufficiently in breath, but breath alone kills no rebels. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.